I've been working at Santa's workshop for a long time and thought I'd seen it all. That was until I learned that when you add Xfinity Mobile to Xfinity Internet, you can save hundreds on your wireless bill. Go online or call 1-800-XFINITY today. Restrictions apply. Xfinity Internet required for mobile. And you're on right now with Jim Dawes on the Mojo Five O Radio Network, bringing you the news behind the news, the story behind the story. Here to convince you that reality is usually scoffed at, and illusion is usually king. But in the battle for survival of this republic, it's going to be reality and not illusion or delusion that will determine the future. We're live on iHeartRadio. On demand on iTunes, TuneIn, Spreaker, and Spotify. Follow me on Twitter at right now, Jim Dawes. I love to hear from listeners. You can shoot me an email at rightnowjimdawes at gmail.com or call the vent line and get something off your chest at 772-245-0750. That's 772-245-0750. So the uh, the rioters and the destroyers of our history were back on the scene in Lafayette Park across the street from the White House yesterday attacking a monument, a statue on a big pedestal of Andrew Jackson. It's been there for 168 years. Andrew Jackson was, by the way, the first Democrat president of the United States. These uh, these idiots uh, probably wouldn't know uh, who Andrew Jackson was if you showed it to them in a book. They wouldn't know what a book was if you showed it, it to them in a book. So they were out there. Uh, the you know apparently the park police had uh, had vacated the area and didn't ha- not have a rapid response force because it took them the better part of an hour uh, to respond. But these buffoons were out there. They tied chains around. Jackson's neck and uh, they were trying to pull him down but uh, it it was quite obvious that uh, you know these guys didn't take any basic physics classes when they were getting their social justice or um, you know liberal arts degrees because they had ropes and chains attached and were pulling from both sides of the statue which I think explains why the statue was able to uh, stand through this attack while the police uh, were slow to respond. One of these idiots uh, was running around and telling everybody that they were pulling from both sides and to switch to the other side. So both sides promptly switched to the other side and began pulling from both sides again. It was, it was comical if it wasn't so sad. And uh, finally, the uh, park police and some of the metropolitan D.C. police uh, showed up and, uh, and dispersed the crowd ever so gently. Ever so, you can't, you can't um, hurt, uh, you know, the feelings of one of these uh, rioters. But, uh, you know, they, they were attacking uh, the responding police officers uh, and uh, bashing against their line and... Um, with just a very few exceptions, the, the police did not respond. Uh, at one point, they pulled out some uh, these paintball guns uh, loaded with 
pepper spray balls and uh, started pushing them back. That, of course, sent the the uh, the brave and heroic social justice warriors uh, scurrying. They're going to be telling their kids of you know their their uh, service during the social justice wars and uh, burnishing their fake credentials. You know what I continue to ask myself about this is why this president has let the media uh, bully and badger him into not deploying the National Guard. He should federalize the uh, D.C. National Guard and put them on a round-the-clock guard of these national monuments. How's that for a, a, a novel idea? Have the National Guard guard the national monuments. 24 hours a day, around the clock, put them on watch. Most of them are probably uh, out of their regular job anyway and would be glad to, uh, to you know, have that deployment pay. Tom Cotton came up with a novel idea. He said, well, maybe we ought to arrest these people. Hey, there's an idea. Arrest the rioters and the looters and arsonists and murderers. Maybe we could come up with a charge that we could put them in jail for. I'm, you know, I'm just trying to think out of the box here. Maybe they could arrest rioters and looters and arsonists and vandals and people trying to destroy public property. Tom Cotton pointed out that there's a, a statute against defacing a, a war memorial and that that crime carries ten, a 10-year sentence. This was the big danger in allowing George Soros to undermine law enforcement by putting these leftist Marxist district attorneys in. But these are federal charges. And they most certainly... Uh, just start grabbing some of them. You don't have to arrest every one of them. Reach through that line and drag a few of these uh, vandals defacing our national monuments behind the lines and arrest them and put them in jail. Charge them with uh, crimes that carry a 10-year prison sentence. I guarantee you a lot of these coddled, spoiled, uneducated Marxist indoctrinated social justice warriors would start thinking twice about going out there and trying to destroy property. Trump, as he is wont to do, took strong action on this by taking to his Twitter account, saying, I've authorized the federal government to arrest anyone who vandalizes or destroys a monument or other federal property. Well, there's a novel idea. The president has authorized the federal police to arrest people that are breaking federal laws. Wow. I'm surprised he hadn't thought of that earlier. He says this action will be taken immediately. Okay, let's see it. Bill Barr who, you know, he's a voice of reason, but that's all he usually is, is a voice of reason. He's not a, a man of action. He said, well, something's got to be done. 
It's the responsibility, obviously, of the local officials and then the state officials uh, to protect the rights of their citizens. Uh, at the end of the day, the, the federal government does have a responsibility ability to make sure that citizens are... At the end of the day, the federal government does have some responsibility. Well, if you wait to the end of the day, there's not going to be anything left to preserve. They're not deprived of their federal rights. So will you challenge that autonomous city? Will you sue the mayor? What can you do? Well, I don't want to get into specifics, obviously keeping an eye on it. And as the president said, in in due course, we may have to do something about it. We may have to do something about these these autonomous zones that have banished police officers and they're putting the residents in danger and depriving them of their civil rights. We might have to do something. Hell yeah, start arresting these Marxist revolutionaries. Give them a little taste of the gulag if they want Marxism. And one of their punishments is they ought to be made to clean these statues. Oh, well, how are you going to make them do that? Well, I guarantee you, uh, you give them a little taste of solitary confinement for failure to follow um, instructions, and they'll they'll be out there scrubbing those statues clean of all of this this uh, the revolting graffiti they've put on it. This crap is going to continue until these rioters start getting the logical consequence of that action. If they break the law, they've got to be arrested. I tried to find some sound bites to, to play of this protest yesterday, but there really wasn't anything to be had. There, there was no, um, no uh, intellig- uh, intelligible demonstration there. It was just a bunch of idiots running around uh, insulting the police, painting incoherent graffiti, and uh, and just basically screaming their heads off. And apparently now there's uh, some new dispensation for using the N-word that must not be uttered. We knew there was, you know, that the N-word had become popular in rap music and it had become just a part of the vocabulary of, uh, of black people. But now we're learning that there's a new dispensation for the word. Blacks are calling whites the N-word with just profusely. You can look at these clips online and you've got blacks running around all over the place calling white people the N-word. That's all good. Oh, and whites can also use the N-word, but under only very narrow circumstances. These white idiot social justice warriors are out there in the streets calling black cops the N-word. That apparently is okay, too. A white person can now use the N-word as long as he's addressing a black cop who is, for some reason I have yet to be able to figure out, required to stand there and listen to it instead of uh, dragging this guy behind the police line and throwing him in jail for disorderly conduct. This whole notion 
that cops ought to be allowed to take endless abuse from these idiots is, is why they feel empowered to run around doing it. And apparently these cops go to uh, riot control classes where they're required to stand there and learn to take this abuse. It should not be happening. The reason it is happening is because there's no consequences from these uh, social justice Marxist idiots. Drag them behind the line, arrest them, throw them in jail for disorderly conduct. Oh, yeah, I forgot. There's one other dispensation for the use of the N-word. If you're a leftist celebrity, you can use the N-word like Jimmy Kimball or Howard Stern. Hell, you can even do the whole blackface thing. As a matter of fact, you don't even have to be a celebrity to get away with the blackface thing. If you're a, a Democrat politician like Ralph Northam in Virginia or Trudeau up in Canada, well, you're perfectly okay to wear the uh, wear black, blackface. I mean, what's going on in this country is absolutely unbelievable. We're going to take a look at this whole issue of monuments right after this message. Stick with us. Mojo. Attention homeowners that have ever had a broken appliance. (laughs) That's a joke, right? We've all had broken appliances. I own a home just like you and have found a way for as little as a dollar a day to have all the major appliances in my home on a warranty plan. They're guaranteed to be fixed or replaced. You know how expensive an air conditioner, a heating system, a washing machine, dryer, water heater, or refrigerator can be. For about a dollar a day, all your major appliances are protected in case they break. Unless you're uh, Daddy Warbucks or the Monopoly guy and you don't care about money, call my friends at the Home Service Club now and get a warranty on your major appliances. It's a free call and the first month is free. But be one of the first 25 people to call within the next 10 minutes. 800-255-4940. That's 800-255-4940. Mojo. So first they came for uh, the memorials to the Confederate dead. And nobody defended them. Not the Democrats for sure. And not even the Republicans. Nobody thought to give that this might be a good opportunity to give these uneducated idiots in the street a lesson in our history that we reconciled after the war of northern aggression and i use that i don't use that term lightly the southern states were perfectly within their rights to secede from the union at the uh, constitutional uh convention that uh, wrote the constitution. It was uh, said repeatedly that this was a voluntary, voluntary um, union and that the states were free to go their own way if they wanted to. Now you can argue that the underlying reason they wanted to go their own way was illegitimate uh, in slavery. And I would agree with that. 
but they certainly were entitled this whole notion that they were somehow uh, traitors against the United States is a bunch of BS. But, um, you know, first they came for the Confederates and nobody defended them. And of course, what the president and anybody with a half a brain predicted would happen certainly did happen. They quickly moved on to George Washington, the founder of our country, the first president, Thomas Jefferson, who wrote in large part the Constitution and the Declaration of Independence. They're attacking now even religious uh, monuments. They've gone after Christopher Columbus, who uh, you know dis- was the first European to discover North America. Going after Francis Scott Key for the uh, for the crime of writing our national anthem, which of course they're we're going to refuse to stand for. They're attacking uh, monuments to law enforcement throughout the country. They've had to remove a monument to the Texas Rangers from the uh, the airport in Dallas because it had been vandalized so many times. A monument to the police in Richmond, Virginia, and Delaware, and Oregon. So the police officers that gave their lives are not allowed to have monuments anymore. If you want to know how retarded this movement is, they've attacked the monument to Ulysses S. Grant, who defeated the Confederacy. I would argue that Robert E. Lee's uh, foolish tactics actually defeated the Confederacy, but Ulysses S. Grant was at the head of the United States Army. Of course, they've gone after Theodore Roosevelt. (laughs) There is no justification for taking down Roosevelt except for the Marxist in charge of New York City wants the statue of Roosevelt outside the Natural History Museum there that his family founded, removed. Roosevelt himself is another one of these complex figures in American history. Everybody's complex, you buffoon. One of these complex figures in American history, he did some extraordinarily progressive things that we feel to this day. And he did some things that I think are deeply troubling. But Notice he won't tell you what these things he did that are so deeply troubling are. But I think there's a separate question between him, the person, and the actual statue. The statue has representations that are clearly do not uh, represent today's values. Uh, the statue clearly, you know, presents a white man as superior to people of color. And that's just not acceptable in this day. Well, how does it pro- uh, project a white man superior? The statue itself has Teddy Roosevelt mounted on a horse leading the uh, American Indians and the blacks out of subjugation. But they're on their feet, so the statue must be taken down. And one of our greatest presidents in history must be defiled and disrespected. There's a clip. Uh, It's a, it's actually a TikTok clip, which people need to get the hell off of TikTok. It is a, uh, a Chinese company that is uh, manipulating algorithms, but uh, 
have to admit this was a good clip. This was from a Venezuelan who had to flee Venezuelan after their Marxist revolution, warning of what where this whole uh, Marxist movement in America is headed. Why do I even worry about some silly little statues coming down or some silly little street names changing? Why do I care? It's because the last time I didn't care about this, I was a teenager. I have already lived through this thing when I was living in Venezuela. Statues came down. Chavez didn't want that history displayed. And then he changed the street names. Then came the curriculum. Then some movies couldn't be shown on certain TV channels and so on and so forth. You guys think it can happen to you? I've heard this so many times. But always be on guard. Never believe something can't happen to you. You need to guard your country and your society or it will be destroyed. We didn't believe it could happen to us. Us Venezuelans, Cubans warned us. And we're like, Venezuela, we know what freedom is like. That's not going to happen here. Yet it happened. And there's clearly a lot of people wanting to destroy the U.S. There are clearly a lot of people that are going to destroy the USA. And, uh, and they're well along their way while the defenders of America are still trying to figure out what the hell is going on. This has not only happened in Venezuela, of course. This is the uh, Marxist playbook, the same uh, Marxist revolution under the same terms, tear down the statue, erase the history, take over academia, indoctrinate the kids, undermine police, launch a... Uh, cultural revolution where anybody who questions the Marxist orthodoxy is canceled. So de Blasio, de Blasio decides that Teddy Kennedy is not worthy of a monument in front of the museum where his family founded Bill de Blasio isn't worthy to lick the sweat off of Teddy Roosevelt's nutsack. And they've, they've now started going after war memorials. In Charlotte, North Carolina, they went after a World War II war memorial, defaced it. Yeah, these Venezuelans, uh, they're, they've lived through this. They recognize exactly what's going on. And the United Nations, by the way, is all on board with this. They're condemning any um, pushback against Antifa as dangerous to free speech, according to the United Nations, which is made up of a majority of Marxist dictators. You're not allowed to defend yourself against Antifa because then you're uh, violating their free speech. So how long is it going to be before they... uh, they start demanding that we change the name of cities like Washington or Columbus. Oh, oops, excuse me. They're already agitating to change the name of Columbus, Ohio. And uh, on an online poll, the odds on favorite to replace the name of Columbus, Ohio is Flavortown. So it's going to be Flavortown, Ohio instead of Columbus, Ohio now. After this uh, latest riot, in Lafayette Park, the Black Lives Matter uh, again defaced the Episcopal Church across from the White House and sought to set up its own Black House Autonomous Zone. So they're taking a cue from their uh, 
comrades on the left coast trying to set up a autonomous zone outside of the White House. That wasn't uh, that wasn't tolerated, but um, you can see where it's headed. And all of this is, um, you know, being undergirded. The ideological undergirding is coming right out of our legacy media and the New York Times 1619 project. You're starting to see that tag, uh, graffiti tag, all over the 1619 that says that America is unredeemable. It wasn't founded in 1776. It was founded in 1619. And the whole thing is built on slavery. And the New York Times is absolutely thrilled that their story is being used to riot. And in their pages, they're starting to identify for these protesters other monuments that they need to attack. The latest is another religious monument, a cross in Golden Gate Park in San Francisco. Got to run out to a break when we come back. We'll talk a little bit about law enforcement and what's going on in Atlanta and the NASCAR hate hoax right after this on Right Now with Jim Dawes on the Mojo 5 Radio Network. Between prepping ingredients, setting the table, and planning your tomorrow, sometimes you need an extra hand with dinner. Delta Faucet is here to help. Just ask your connected home device to fill your pasta pot with Delta Faucet Voice IQ technology and fill it with the perfect amount of water. Done. Visit deltafaucet.com slash voice IQ to see how Voice IQ can fill your dog's bowl, wash your hands, and more. And you're back on Right Now with Jim Dawes on the Mojo Five O Radio Network. A daily journal of news, politics, and culture from an American nationalist perspective. You know, you get kind of numb to the hypocrisy, especially coming out of the Democrat Party. They harangued us and browbeat us for months that we had to stay indoors, lose our jobs, lose our businesses, destroy the economy because of the coronavirus and as soon as their rioters and looters took to the streets they had no more concerns about the coronavirus or social distancing or face masks they just went silent radio silence and that uh, what's going on right now is another demonstration of mind-numbing hypocrisy from the democrats after three solid years of telling us that no one is above the law, suddenly they have no interest in the law. Here's a clip of various Democrats lecturing to us. No one is above the law. Nobody is above the law. No one is above the law. No one is above the law. No one's above the law. No one is above the law. That no person is above the law. Nobody should be above the law. Nobody should be above the law. No one is above the law. That was about 20 seconds of a montage of Democrats, Pelosi, Schiff, Nadler, a whole host of them, Kamala Harris, telling us that nobody's above the law. But once again, we have a special dispensation that applies only to Democrats. There are a few exceptions to this 
hard and fast rules that the Democrats lecture us about of no one above the law, apparently rioting, looting, arson, murder, destroying public property, assaults, and vandalism, as long as it's done in the name of, you know, the Democrats' agenda, well, that, that's kind of above the law. They, they should have put a little asterisk there. And they demanded that nothing is above the law because none of them are saying anything about the utter lawlessness that's going on in our streets. One of the best lines that Trump put together at his uh, rally on Saturday that he really needs to focus on, there, there needs to be like a three-pronged approach to this campaign. One is pushing back against this cultural revolution and demanding that we don't surrender to it by putting Joe Biden in there. Two is pointing out that Joe Biden's been in Washington for 47 years and this notion that he just needs four more years in order to get this right is an absurdity. And three is we need to uh, have somebody in place that knows how to rebuild an economy and Donald Trump has shown that he wants uh, knows how to do this. But during the Saturday rally in Tulsa, Trump had a line that he needs to keep saying and keep amplifying. The choice in 220 is very simple. Do you want to bow before the left-wing mob, or do you want to stand up tall and proud as Americans? That's exactly. Are we going to bow and scrape before the mob and allow them to destroy our history with no debate? They want to have a conversation. This is the Democrats' line whenever, uh, you know, they... they th- throw one of these fits we got to have a conversation well i'm not interested in having a conversation when you're attacking police officers and national monuments and uh, burning businesses out that's not time for conversation that's a time for somebody preferably in the white house to take charge of this mess and restore order have you ever asked yourself Why these big globalist corporations are throwing money hand over fist at Black Lives Matter and these other Marxist revolutionaries that are carrying on this revolution in our streets? They're funding Black Lives Matter and Antifa. They're using them as their shock troops to try to unseat this president so they can get back to their globalist agenda of selling out America. And I don't know how much evidence you would actually have to have in order to come to your senses that Black Lives Matter is a Marxist group that will, if you empower them, come for you. First and foremost, even before being a Marxist organization, which they most certainly are, you don't have to take my word for it. You can watch them online telling everybody, yes, we're Marxist revolutionaries, all you old commies, just don't worry about it. We got this. We're going to pick up the red baton where you left off. But even more than a Marxist organization, they were just basically a racist, hateful, anti-white organization cloaked in this faux victimhood. These people were never slaves. They've grown up with more opportunity and economic security and comforts 
than any other people in the history of this world. This notion that they're victims of racism is just a bunch of hooey. The opportunity in this country is unlimited. You have equal standing before the law. You have unlimited opportunities to advance yourself. You know, if you ever wonder, watching the news, how the Middle East became such an ungovernable shit show, you're looking at it right now in these Democrat cities all across this country, Atlanta, Minneapolis, San Francisco, D.C., Seattle, all of these big cities run by these leftist mayors, undermining police, turning a blind eye to wanton destruction, allowing people to get so frustrated that they're being abused, that they, uh, they're ready to join in this, uh, this civil war that only one side is participating in till now. That's how the Middle East became the Middle East, letting people divide along ideological lines and, uh, and just go, go at it and not having, you know, strong law and order restored. And I said, uh, I think it was last Friday when they tore, tore down the uh, statue of St. Uh, Sierra, Sarah in, uh, in California that, well, now they're coming for your religion. And people are slow to wake up. By the time they do wake up, a lot of their history has been lost. And Sean King, who, of course, you know, is this leader of the Black Lives Matter movement. He's not actually black, but he pretends to be black. And since he's such a effective, uh, you know, advocate for this Marxist uh, race-based revolution, they just pretend it's not true. He's every bit as white as, as um, Rachel Dolezal was. He can, you can find pictures of him as a kid. Whiter than me, redheaded. <laughs> like I said, some of this stuff would be funny if it wasn't so sad. But Sean King apparently wasn't getting enough attention out of all of this. And uh, so, you know, he was sort of getting passed by by the outrage. And now he is uh, determined to advocate on behalf of attacking our, our churches and our religion. He took to his Twitter account. It's that has become the, the pinnacle of uh, discourse in our modern world. And uh, advocated to attack the churches. He says, yes, I think the statues of white Europeans that claim that Jesus is white should also come down. They are a form of white supremacy. Always have been, he says. In the Bible, when the family of Jesus wanted to hide and blend in, guess where they went? Egypt, not Denmark. And then he ends his tweet by tear them down. And of course, in light of what's going on in our streets where they actually are tearing things down, you can bet that this is an incitement to riot. And these uh, beautiful, historic stained glass windows and these 
old churches throughout this country are an inviting target for these evil, destructive assholes in our streets. He ought to be arrested. That is inciting riot. Just as much as he was standing on a corner with a bullhorn telling people to attack churches, even more so because he's got a much bigger audience on Twitter. He is inciting riot. And he ought not to be allowed to get away with it. At some point, someone's going to have to stand up for law and order. No more talking about it. No, no more maybe at the end of the day. You got to do it now. We've seen enough. This country will be behind you. You don't have to placate the violent mob. Progressives. They like to call themselves progressives. What's progress about this? Is there progress in destroying history? Is that progress? Is that their idea of progress? They're not progressive. They're Marxists. And Marxism is not progress. We've seen throughout history, every time it's been tried, it's failed and ended up in oppression and gulags and mass murder. And another thing we're going to have to do is get a handle on our education system. The taxpayers of this country should not have to be funding their own demise. Over at the University of Georgia, of all places, you've got a assistant uh, professor, graduate student, assistant professor, actively calling. Well, I'll just let you listen to the clip. Some UGA alumni are saying they are thinking about withholding donations after a university employee made some racially charged comments. Channel 2's Tony Thomas is live in Athens. That's where the teacher's assistant is standing by his words, Tony, even as his bosses consider legal options. Yeah, Jovita, when this... Oh, they're considering legal options. All started the university administrators first statements were basically that this was a teacher's assistant making personal comments not directly related to UGA now though as these comments have gone viral well reactions are changing you have to wonder what else is in the water have you heard about this teacher's assistant the online comments and videos of UGA teacher's assistant Irami Ose Frampong are spreading rapidly. There's got to be a reason why he's saying that. You know, he's not just being that crazy. Ose Frampong. He just, he's got to be a reason. Well, you know, we got to, got to be a reason. That's weak white people. Why he's saying that, you know, he's not just being that crazy. Ose Frampong, who calls himself the funky academic online, recently commented on Facebook, some white people may have to die for black communities to be made whole. And fighting white people is a skill. I didn't advocate for violence. I was just honest about the history of racial progress. I asked Gose Frampon. No, he was advocating. When you say some white people may have to die, you're saying that that is a prerequisite. That's what you're calling for. Here's, uh, here's this guy's, I can't even pronounce his name, his response. I was just honest about 
the history of racial progress. I asked Gose Frampong about his comments and university administrators who say they are, quote, vigorously exploring all legal options about his work. They're vigorously exploring. You don't vigorously uh, explore. You just fire the the uh, Marxist revolutionary. You're gone. I guarantee you if this was uh, a, a white person that was uh, defending, um, you know, pushback against this Marxist revolution, he'd be gone the next day. If they fire me, I, I, I don't think it goes very well for them. But the pressure appears to be mounting. This is a confrontation last September between Osei Frampang and then UGA student Andrew Lawrence. You said that every suburban community in Georgia raises white supremacists. How can you possibly say that? Lawrence now lives in D.C. and recently posted the video as he called for alumni to stop donating to the university until action is taken. I feel like the things that he's saying are inciting violence. They invite the idea into people's minds. Some white people may have to die. You stick with that. Yeah, I'm confused on why that's so controversial. <laughs> well, props to the the soft-spoken Georgian that pointed out that this guy is inciting violence and scorn and condemnation for these spineless administrators of the University of Georgia that can't even stir themselves to fire a paid employee of theirs who's advocating the murder of white people is you know some of this stuff would be stunning if it wasn't so stunning <laughs> it is stunning there's no no uh no qualification there we got to run out to a break stick with us we'll be right back Mojo. Attention homeowners that have ever had a broken appliance. (laughs) That's a joke, right? We've all had broken appliances. I own a home just like you and have found a way for as little as a dollar a day to have all the major appliances in my home on a warranty plan. They're guaranteed to be fixed or replaced. You know how expensive an air conditioner, a heating system, a washing machine, dryer, water heater, or refrigerator can be. For about a dollar a day, all your major appliances are protected in case they break. Unless you're uh, Daddy Warbucks or the Monopoly guy and you don't care about money, call my friends at the Home Service Club now and get a warranty on your major appliances. It's a free call and the first month is free. But be one of the first 25 people to call within the next 10 minutes. 800-255-4940. That's 800-255-4940. This episode is sponsored by Schwann's.com. What are you having for dinner tonight? Hmm, good question. Schwann's Home Delivery has a solution for you. Stock up your freezer with high-quality frozen foods like premium meats and sides, delicious ready-made meals, ice cream, and more. No subscriptions, no memberships, just a friendly yellow truck that's been delivering food for almost 70 years. Listeners of this show get a special deal. Get 20% off your first order with code YUM20. Check out schwans.com backslash yum for details. Mojo. So I was somewhat reluctant to weigh in on this uh, NASCAR 
I don't know what else to call it at this point, but a hate hoax. I don't know for a fact it's a hate hoax. I believe it is a hate hoax. I've seen dozens of these so-called noose hate crimes for the last 20 years, and each and every one of them turned out to be a hoax. And it's appearing that this latest one's a, a yet another hoax. My first response when I saw this, um, you know, on social media was, where's the photo? Where is the photo of this noose that was hung in Bubba Wallace's garage? This hate, hateful, hateful, hate, hate uh, crime. Everybody's got a phone in their pocket. Nobody took a photograph. We can't see this noose. That the failed NASCAR driver, Bubba Wallace, who appears to be about 10% black, but is, you know, carrying the, uh, the mantle for black NASCAR. We couldn't see a photograph. 30 years. I've seen these several times every year. A noose was hung as a hate crime. Every one of them in this current, um, time we've, we've seen Oakland, throw a fit because there were supposedly nooses hanging from the trees. It turned out it was a black man who'd put ropes in the trees so he could exercise outside using this P90 program. But, you know, you quickly realize when this happened that these, uh, these garages and pit areas in NASCAR are just festooned with security cameras. So if, in fact, there was a a noose hung in his garage, there would most certainly be photographs of it, at least somebody coming and going. We would know who this was. Wouldn't, wouldn't have any problem identifying and catching this hateful white racist. So you had to wonder, what's taking so long? This, this could be settled and arrest made quite quickly. They've got the FBI on the job now. Well, as I suspected, uh, this thing is starting to fall apart already. They call it narrative collapse after, you know, NASCAR fans have been shamed and disparaged. It looks like now uh, that this so-called noose was simply uh, a a rope uh, that was used to lower um, the garage door. You know, I'm sure it's a power garage door and it has a, a rope on it to uh, as a backup so you can manually close it as well. If you go over to the conservative treehouse who does absolutely great investigative reporting, you see photographs taken from 2019 where this rope that's attached to the garage door for lowering it has a loop in it for a handhold. This was last year in November of 2019. Exact same garage door has a loop on it. But when you look currently, the loop has been cut off. So was that the noose that some hateful, hating white cracker NASCAR fan terrorized the poor and fragile Bubba Wallace with? Well, if you look on the garage next door, well, uh, first of all, I should say the uh, the rope that's attached to the garage door on Wallace's uh, garage has now been cut off. 
where the noose handhold was has been cut. And so the rope is much shorter. But if you look at the garage next door, the rope is longer and full of kinks as if someone has taken and removed the loop that was used as a handhold. But now we've got NASCAR, a multi-billion dollar company, on record buying hook, line, and sinker uh, this this uh, victimhood narrative coming out of the poor Bubba Wallace garage. All of the NASCAR uh, racers are scrambling to try to get themselves on the right side of this scandal. And NASCAR is going to have every motivation to make sure that if this was another hate crime hoax, to keep that from being discovered. The FBI doesn't have anything better to do, you know, enforcing the civil rights of people who are being violated by these Marxists in the streets. And so they've rushed to Talladega to investigate this hate crime hoax. Now, if I'm not even going to talk about the unequal justice, I mean, it's, it's ridiculous. But I, uh, I think by the next few days, if, uh, if the FBI is not under massive political pressure not to expose this latest hoax, that at the very least the whole thing will go unsolved and we'll never know who this hateful, hateful cracker NASCAR-loving racist is because uh, they won't make, be able to make it stick. So either one of two things are going to happen. One, they actually catch somebody that hung a noose, and I will be proven wrong, in which I will, in case, which case I will apologize. Or two, they'll expose this as a hoax. Or three, I should say, they will not make any arrests because they'll decide it's better to not expose the hoax. Oh, man, what should we talk about? What should we talk about? I was proud to see over the weekend that there was a little bit of pushback on this um, political persecution that's being suffered by a fired Atlanta police officer Garrett Rolfe, where the district attorney out there is trying to use him as a, a, a prop in his reelection campaign. Some elected Atlanta um, or elected Georgia officials and police union officials rallied at the state capitol in defense of Officer Rolf and, um, and spoke out strongly against it. And in particular, uh, they, they had a, um, a state representative named Albert Gilroy. He's actually from Louisiana. He's black. He, um, he made his, uh, his living as a civil rights attorney, but he, uh, he said, encapsulated very well what's going on with this persecution of Garrett Ross. I'm retired Louisiana State Senator Elbert Guillory. I bring almost 50 years as a criminal defense and civil rights lawyer to this discussion. And I apologize for not being here in person today. Two things cannot be tolerated in law enforcement. Brutality and cowardice. 
when Floyd George was brutally murdered, I was one of the first to call for a charge of second-degree murder and for the arrest of his accomplices. Brutality has no place in law enforcement. And neither does cowardice have a place in law enforcement. The cowardly district attorney of Atlanta has ignored plain evidence and instead he has chosen to cover his own very significant legal and political problems. He's chosen instead to heed the bloodlust of the mob and to prosecute clearly innocent men. The bloodlust of the mob has no place in our American system of justice. In America, many have already paid the supreme price to rid our nation of the bloodlust of the mob. Men, many black men, have dangled from nooses, have sat on the hot seat of electrocution, falsely accused, wrongly convicted. And today, once more, the prosecutor would yield to the bloodlust of the mob. We all saw the videos. A DWI man resisted a, a police order, physically fought the police, took a police weapon, a taser gun, then fired that weapon at the police. An officer fired back in self-defense. We all saw it. Maybe there is more to the story, but we have seen enough to know that this man should not be charged with murder at this time. So in a rush to placate the bloodlust of the mob, this cowardly DA didn't even wait for the state police to conclude their independent investigation. Well, he didn't want to wait for the GBI to complete its independent investigation because he knows that uh, according to Georgia's statute, and the rules of the Atlanta Police Department that Officer Rolf is most certainly not guilty of any of the charges that he's been charged with by the cowardly and cynical district attorney in Fulton County, Georgia, Paul Howard. And uh, what Paul Howard has done by his arrest is set up another excuse for these racial agitators to riot because he most certainly is not going to be convicted of these charges. He never should have been arrested. He never should have been charged. What's going on in Atlanta is a total travesty of justice. And it's just sad that they're doing this to this officer. How are you going to get anybody with all the abuse the police are taking to sign up to be a police officer? You're not. That takes us to the end of this edition of Right Now with Jim Dawes. I want to thank you for joining us, and I hope you'll come back here again tomorrow for Right Now with Jim Dawes on the Mojo Five O Radio Network. We'll talk to you then. When the weather outside is frightful, the Hyundai Santa Fe is, hmm, what's the word? Delightful. Because it's got available H-Track all-wheel drive to make being out together better. Enter for your chance to win the newly redesigned Santa Fe, packed with all the jingle bells and whistles you need to go dashing through the snow together. To enter, visit Amazon.com slash Hyundai or scan the QR code on specially marked red and green Amazon boxes. No purchase necessary. 
Call 562-314-4603 for complete details. Whether you host a nightly dinner party for two or five, keeping your eating and dining area clean helps keep your mind on the dinner party and not on the cleanup afterwards. Viva paper towels clean like cloth, trapping splatters and sauces that could become countertop stains or stuck on messes. And they're two times more durable when wet compared to the leading value brand. For an exceptional cloth-like paper towel, there's Viva. Visit vivatowels.com to soak up the clean feeling of home.